Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Three, two. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Sonia, and welcome back to She Says She Says Sports. Today, I have with me owner and host of B-Day 99.1 Radio, Mr. Gerald Jabot. Hey, Gerald, how are you? Hey, Sonia, how are you? I am doing well. Thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I, again, I, I always got to say uh, thank you for having me on, you know, on your platform. And it's, it's always a blessing to be able to talk to uh, someone who doing the same thing that I'm doing, actually. So uh, much respect, much love to that. Um, started, uh, I, uh, you know, I thought I was going to be a lawyer going to Jackson State. First, I went to, you know, Jackson State University. And I was literally on a mission to be a lawyer, you know, mm-hmm. more like uh, I, was, I was struggling between, like, constitutional law and the entertainment law, which is, an extreme if you look at it and think about it on a law aspect, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, my work study was radio, and I I did that so much that I, you know, I was skipping class at Jackson State just to be at the radio station. So, to me, I felt like it was where I needed to be, and on top of that, every job that I had could possibly from the time I was 13, I mean, 18, to about the age of 33, 34, I, just, I had about 30 jobs, and I just kept going back to radio. So mm-hmm. that's pretty much how I started. Yes, okay. Ma'am. So you're originally from Jackson, and apparently you went to Jack, you went to Jackson State. You the I, uh, the I love, absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Okay. And so, Gerald, you started B-Day 99.1 back in 2012, and it was the first classic hip-hop station in the state of Mississippi. What made you decide to do a station highlighting only classic hip-hop? Well, that, the, uh, the situation at hand was I was getting frustrated. I kept getting frustrated with other radio stations, you know, in and around the markets that I kept working around. And they were like, well, these are the rules, and this is what we have to do. And, you know, I, I've always been the person to make my own rules. And I literally, I was working for another radio corporation, which is very prevalent in, in today's uh, society. I was working there, and I just, you know, one day, and I was working down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, so one day I just, I was sitting there at my desk, and I I decided to make that my last day to work for a corporation. And I was like, I'm going to work, and I don't know how, but I'm going to get my own thing. And literally, I said that in 2010, 
and the opportunity for me to buy a radio station came in 2011. So I've been flirting with the idea a year before I, I, I purchased the radio station, you know? Mm-hmm. So and I never thought that it was going to happen that fast. And, 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 and ever since then, you know, we, we've taken off and we've been, you know, building a brand, uh, the B-Day brand for, since that time, since 20, 2012. When I made the purchase, and you know, I'm I had just moved back from Dallas maybe a year or two before you started the, the right, right. So I, I was, remember meeting you then. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I was so excited when it started because I'm a old hip hip hop, um, um, old school hip hop girl. I love right. um, um, Eric B. Rakim. I love um. African Barbuda. I love all of, you know, Planet Rock, uh, everybody. I like old school hip hop. And so I was very excited because I'm, I don't, I like some new hip hop artists and, and, you know, I like a few songs, but not, it doesn't move me like old hip hop. So I was very excited when you started the um, station. Thank so, you. Thank you. And, and that's, that's the reason that I started it because I wanted to do something. I knew that the hip hop that I grew up on seemed to be fading out, and I, I wanted to do something that was going to, you know, keep uh, a nostalgic uh, feel to what I grew up on, and that's right. the other reason why I pretty much, you know, started the classic hip hop format. Absolutely. So, is starting a radio station easier now? than it was back in the day? Uh, no, I, I won't say it's easy because you have the struggles of, you know, trying to compete with uh, corporations uh, that are radio entities uh, in and around the nation. And, and, and it's never, you know, doing what we do is never easy because just like I'm competing, you know, the corporate stations are competing just as well. And the, the right. thing that sets me apart is that I have to be clever in thinking and, 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 and trying to get ad dollars from people. And I've had to do that. Mm-hmm. And I've used what today's society is using, and that's, uh, you know, the social media aspect of, of branding myself as well. And I think that's one of the first people that start going live on Facebook and using it to uh, using it as at the advantage that I felt like it should have been used and um, and and so you know from there you know here we are <laughs> you yeah. know yeah you're right so Sarah you're really involved in helping the community you've been involved in several charity events tri- I'm sorry charitable events the annual sleep out to help the homeless 90s old school party with the purpose and the Pink Friday with the purpose to name a few. Tell me about these events and has the pandemic put put all of this on a hold right now? Yeah, it's it's uh, now the uh, sleep out the sleep out. We're gonna do that next weekend, but we're gonna do it safe. You know, it's always the day mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving, and I never mind giving my time for that because one thing that I know. Uh, being out there, and I've got it, and this is a story. 
I've got to go into it, though. But okay. being out there, you know, we first started, you know, with uh, Mac Epps and his, his crew. They were doing it, and I just asked them one day if I could come join them, and they were like, yeah, man, we need all the hands we can. So, uh, you know, dedicating a night out in the park, what it does, and even with the situation that I do with Stephen James, even in New Orleans, we sleep out in New Orleans overnight as well. But this year we, we didn't get an opportunity to do it because of the COVID. But what it does, situations like that when you're doing them, and I do them to keep myself humble because I have been in a situation with, with, with uh, you know, with my radio station. I've, I've had to literally... You know, when, you know, and every company has problems, but when you're right. yourself, when you're entity by yourself, you ever had situations where I've had to sleep in my van, so I know what it feels like to to be in a situation like that. You know, right. but I, I did it because I was just determined not to be in a situation. I mean, yeah, that situation was temporary, but. To, uh, I knew something better was going to come and I, because I had to stick to what I was doing. So those type of situations, they keep you humble, they keep you grounded. And when yeah. you see a person, you always have to thank the creator and say, man, thank you because I know the situation I've been in and I know what I could still be in and I know what could still possibly happen if mistakes are made. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, I um, I actually, I didn't work for two and a half years, so I had to depend on people and, you know, on certain things sometimes, and that was a challenge, but it does keep you humble. I've actually, the last couple of years, a, a few friends, I you know, I, I asked them to do it with me, and we went at the homeless, and I really enjoy doing it and I didn't put it on Facebook and take pictures of them. I didn't do all of that. That is crazy to me. Um, I mean, you know, you can, um, of course, tell people you're doing it to promote it. And, but as far as like, you know, how some people just do stuff so they can get likes, that's, you know, so I never even mentioned it, you know, maybe just, I mentioned it one time to get people to donate stuff and that was it. However, go ahead. You want to say something? No, no, I'm I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, and so I totally agree. I would love to. I'm a little nervous about sleeping out, though. Do, does any ladies ladies do it with you guys, or is this all men? Yeah, there, there are plenty of ladies out. Uh, it seems to me that this year it's going to be warmer outside uh, than it mm-hmm. normally has been. It's always colder outside, but that colder... Uh, thing it it I'm telling you it, it, it gives you a reality check for real because yeah. it literally could be you in the shoes of these people. And yeah, the the publicity trying to get the publicity for it, no, nah, I've never been that way because my parents always raised me to uh love and to understand and respect humankind Absolutely. rather than you know you know, you're taking a picture where it's Showing that you're feeding homeless people—that—that's not uh, a valid situation for me or to me. I—I I do it because I feel like I have to do it. You know, I—I I live in the city of Jackson. I—I I believe in my city so much right. that I—I I could at any given time 
moved to another uh, city in the state of Mississippi that's, that's rather affluent, but I choose to stay in my city because I believe in my city. I was born and raised here, and I always ask my parents why they never moved and bought a big house and in other, you know, in other cities. It was like, why? I just need to stay here in my community. And, and I feel it rubbing off on me, and I understand it. I get it at this point, you know, right. in my life. So, yeah, uh, that, I do it because I care about humankind more than I care about. I, I do it as a selfless act, you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And, and please don't get me wrong, you or the listeners, I'm not saying you have to sometimes put stuff on social media to get the, you know, get the word out. I'm not talking about that. No, please don't. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just talking about ones who take pictures just for the likes and, you know, to show how great they are. And it's not about you. Like you say, it's being selfless and helping others. So I I really appreciate um, the things that you do. And I may join y'all. Can I sleep in my car? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> what, what can you do? What? Can you sleep in your what? Can I sleep in my car and watch y'all? They sleep in their cars, but uh, sometimes. But if you're out on the ground with the people, if you're staying up down on the ground with the people, that means that means you a are a part of yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you get the experience it the same way that they experience it. So, yeah, you can sleep in your car, and people do that. But, I mean, the, the experience comes if you are actually out there, right there on the grind in it. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after, after Absolutely. the show. <laughs> so, Absolutely. I'm with you. So, um, Gerald. Yes. Um, tell me. I mean, what am I wanting to ask you? Although, you know, you said it's not really stopping guys from doing what you need to do, and we can, you know, we can still give online monetarily or whatever to help people, but sometimes, except like what you're doing next week, sometimes with this pandemic, you know, people miss the human aspect, like the touch or a hug, or a smile, you know, because sometimes when you're going through, you need those things. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So how would it, you know, do you, besides the sleep, the sleep, because I know you guys are going to be, you know, like, you know, like face-to-face with the homeless, you know, on the streets, but the other things that you do, do you think that affects people that's going through some things right now? Uh, well, what do you mean? Like, I think the question is a bit broad, so if you can narrow it down a little bit more. Okay, what I'm saying is, like, you know how they have the soup kitchen and stuff like that? Sometimes Uh because because of the pandemic, a lot of people can't really just serve and, you know, like, be there. They just, like, probably, I don't know, I'm just um, making this up. They may just give them paper plates, I mean, like, to go plates you know, and not really just talking to them. You can't really spend a lot of time with them because of what's going on. Do you think that's going to be missed during this holiday with a lot of people that's going through stuff? Do you understand Uh, that? Yeah, I think think people interacting with people 
is the biggest, uh, you know, uh, thing that we're dealing with with this COVID thing. But if we don't get to a place where we can get this thing under control, then it's going to definitely be a long time before we can interact and hug and do anything with people. Like, you know, I just read something over the air live today where the CDC is urging people not to travel for Thanksgiving. This is this is how bad this thing is. So if we're going to beat it as a human race, uh, we need to be able to, you know, just sit it out for a little while, you know, you know, I mean, there's always next year, you know. Right. Sit it out for a little while. That way we can have interaction with the people and we can get back to the people, put our arms around them and tell them, hey, man, it's it's good. It's okay. You know, yeah. I've been there before. Like, I don't remember witness. I have been there before. I've, I've literally had no food to eat in my in my lifetime. And a lot of people don't know that about me. They think, a lot of people see a lot of, you know, on the outside stuff. They never understand right. or see what I go through on a daily basis because I have employees. I have crazy bills that that probably cost what a car would cost for, you know, on a monthly basis. So, mm-hmm. I, I'm, so it's, it, you know, it's, we've got to get to a point to where we're able to, you know, you know, have that interaction with people again. You know. I, yeah, I totally agree. We actually, my family, it was, it's only, it was going to be like only six or seven of us, but we've canceled Thanksgiving, and we're still going to cook, but you know, we're just giving to go plates, and that's it. I actually was going to be flying out to Orlando in two weeks, but I think I'm going to cancel that because. You know, it's too much going on, and like you say, we have next year if yeah. we're safe, and we have to stay safe. So, speaking of COVID, what are your thoughts on 2020 overall with COVID, the racial racial tension, and the presidential election that we're still dealing with? Uh, I'm honestly, personally, I'm so over 2020. I thought because it <laughs> marked a 20 year anniversary, you know, a 20 year mark. I thought 2020 was going to be something different. It's uh, different, all right. It's totally different. I, mean, I I wasn't expecting this experience. Um, as far as the presidential situation, I think you have a person in the White House at the particular moment who is only concerned with what he wants, and when you're not concerned with what the country needs as a whole, then I don't think, and that's, that goes for anybody, I don't think you need to be in public life. You don't You don't need to serve as a public person. The job of a president is a temporary position, from my understanding of it. I got a political science degree, so I can get political, but I choose not to, but... Mm-hmm. Um, this is a situation where you have a person in office that only cares about, seems to me, what what matters to him and the media people around him. And if you are not with him or on his team, you get thrown out of the bus, and that's it, you're done. And I don't understand what the big deal is about all of this. Now, I will say this, 
as far as the Black Lives Matter movement is concerned, I applaud these young people that are, you know, involved in trying to change the narrative for African Americans. And my thing, yeah. my whole thing is, has always been, it, it, and I always try to ask people, do they know what the difference is between a moment and a movement? Mm, that's good. Yeah. And the moment, and, and, and do you even know, do you know, Sonia, what, what the difference is between a moment and a movement? A moment, a movement, it, it, it's, it's one it's, word. It's one word. One word. Ongoing. A moment, yeah. for me, I'm, well, and that's my opinion. I mean, you know, I, I don't know what words you're looking for. I got <laughs> so, the, I mean, the difference between a moment and a movement, for me, it's sacrifice. One word, okay. sacrifice. Yeah. So you got these young people out, and they've been protesting for Black Lives Matter, and then you got people involved in Black Lives Matter. Once George Floyd happens, that was, it seemed to me, that was it. Like, people have been tired. They're tired of being sick and tired. And, uh, you know, they made sacrifices. Even if they got COVID, they made the sacrifice for the right reason. You know, somebody had their moment of killing someone, which was terrible and horrible to watch, for the nation to watch. We watched somebody die on social media. You know, so these guys, these cops, they had their moment. And the movement is a forever situation forever. that has to be recognized all the time. You know? Absolutely. And, it's, it's you know. Awesome. Yeah, it's bigger than affirmative action. Any of that stuff that they've come up with in the past. Like, there has to be total freaking changes for this, you know? Total. So, absolutely. You know, I told a yeah. friend, and I actually put it on social media when it, when um after George Floyd died and, you know, everybody was protesting. Even what amazed me, the Quakers, they protested. From my understanding, they don't even have electricity. So it's like, wow, how did they even know? Um, witches were protesting against racial equality, I mean, you know, against racism. That amazed me how everybody came together. And I said, you know, reminded me, I have a friend, when we were in college, she had real bad acne. And she used to have to um, use this acne medicine. Well, the medicine made her acne worse until it got better. And I said, what's going on in this country? It's getting worse, but the medicine is working. And so what happened to George Floyd was very horrific, and it was horrible. I hate that he is gone, but his life, his death, rather, has made a difference in this country. And people, one reason they, they didn't have a choice, they had to watch because everybody's at home. So that was one thing. So, nope, you know, some, some people didn't realize, that, you know, they're thinking, oh, he was doing this, he was doing that. But they actually saw somebody die in eight minutes with a man's knee in his neck. And that is bananas. So it's, 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 it's ugly right now, but I think the medicine is working. And I'm praying that things will get better. Um, so we we shall see. What were your thoughts on how the sports world played a very intricate part in expressing their feelings of systemic racism in our country? I actually 
Uh, two things. I think, uh, you know, the NBA for stepping up before the NFL. I, I don't like the fact, and I don't know anything about football. It never, it never interested me at all, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like the fact that we as African Americans support something that that's willing to work our people and throw them under the bus because some guy said, don't you just wish you could just fire those bastards or whatever he said. You know, I don't like the fact that we support situations like that. I'm on Facebook, I'm on my timeline, and I see people, well, our saints did this and our whatever did that, man. You know, I I just, I can't support anything like this. Like, after, uh, what's, the, what's the fellow's name that was playing for San Francisco? Kaepernick. Kaepernick. After, I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. But the problem was, is like, they realized, got mad because he did something that he believed in. And you, you held it against him. You held it against him. That's why... Wearing your hair a certain way, you're holding that against somebody. No right. way. No, you, you, and so we, we as people, as African American community, we're supporting this. And I, I'm like, I'm still, I still like, I really don't like how we as African Americans still support football after everything has been done. You know, we still, we still celebrate it. We, we do all of that. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. I like the way the NBA stepped up, but I don't like what the NFL is doing and what they've been doing. You know, so well, yeah. I mean, they did apologize. And yeah, but, but but see, but see, 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 see. That's that's where I gotta stop people because it's a freaking apology. There's nothing being done that's gonna change the narrative as far as the NFL is concerned. Like. I'm not, I don't keep up with football, but I haven't seen anything change, you know? Mm-hmm. See, there has to be some change, 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 you know? Yeah, how, many, how, many, how many black head coaches of football teams have you had so far? Two? It's only right? two or three, yeah. Okay, so, so that's, to me, that, to me that's, that's a problem. That's a problem. Oh, that's I, a big problem. I absolutely problem. agree. I absolutely so agree. until, you know, I would say to us as an African-American community, why why support something that doesn't support what you really are? They use you as pawns on a, on a chessboard, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. I don't, I don't do football. I never liked it. I mean, I don't, I choose not to understand it. Could I understand it? Yeah, but I choose not to. Yeah. Well, I have to try to understand it because I talk about it, so... I have to yeah. watch the football games. I did for two years stop watching um, after, you know, with Cap. I did not watch for two years. But when I started the show last year, I had to start back watching because I have to talk sports. So I, I totally agree with you. Um, there has to be some change. Um, with the apology and as, and as well, he did, um, the commissioner did apologize to um, Kaepernick. It took a while for him to apologize to him. Um, yeah, see, there's the problem right there, though. There's oh, where the problem oh, absolutely. is. It takes, it takes you two-plus years to apologize for 
for making someone lose their job because of something he he saw that was happening in our community because then, right then and there, things were brewing, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. They, were, they were brewing. They've gotten to this point. I well, think I, I – go ahead. No, I was just saying sometimes um, people really don't see the problem. And in his apology, he said, you were right. And we should have paid attention. So, I, I mean, I don't know if this was real or what, but I'm just telling you what was said. So sometimes an apology, you know, think about stuff that has happened to you, and it took people a few years to apologize to you or never. So, you know, that's what I'm just saying, but I, I don't know. Not taking up for the NFL at all because I totally agree with you. <laughs> Some A change has to be made definitely with the NFL. They are really, really deep-rooted in a lot of stuff and a lot of racism. So, and all of, you know, most of the players, 70% of the NFL are black men. They're African-American, right. Yeah. So. And I've read stories where I've heard uh, the stories where they wouldn't even let black people be quarterbacks in the past because, you know, a doctor said that their brains were too thick. You know, their brains are too thick, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, okay. So, and it's just, I don't watch football, but I'm just saying what happens, you know? Right. I, I understand. Yeah. I totally agree. So how did B-Day, um, did you guys show any solidarity in the fight for equality? Were you able to um, get involved in any way? Uh, yeah, we were there on the scene. They had the Black Lives Matter protest downtown back in June. I think it was June, July, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we were we were downtown, and we were supporting. And I, I, didn't I get on stage and say something in words? I think I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, yeah, so you know, equality. I, I'm definitely with it. Women's rights. Oh my gosh, I, I'm definitely with it. I I let. The ladies at the station take lead because I I always I one thing I know about ladies once y'all get something y'all can take it and run with it so I actually listen to them they tell me what to do and I pay them so <laughs> <laughs> they tell me what I have to do so and that's and that's fine and uh, but for the most part I make sure I take care of them I'm I'm always asking hey yo are you good. And there are some days when, when things are crazy around the studios. And, uh, you know, I may throw them a, a, a gift card or something and say, hey, you, you worked hard this week. Go get your nails done or do something like that. So, and, and it's, it's, it's just to make sure that my, my employees are good. Because one thing about it, your business can't work well without employees. So you have to, you have to, man, you have to treat your, your employees are, like relationships, just like houses, you have to treat it. You have to, you have to keep it manicured. You have to keep it, you know, good. You have to keep the morale straight in there. So, you know, so that's where, you know, it all comes in. So I make sure I, I take care of my employees. I love that. Like that's children, cool, you know. So, that's cool. yes, even ma'am. fingerprint, you, you get fingerprint. Even fingerprint, the they get, they get, they get bonuses every freaking day. They all get bonuses and I stuff know. when I'm 
they do. They definitely get pumped. Get them out. So, uh, yeah, I, I try to look out for my people as much as I can. That's awesome. So what's next for Gerald Jabot? Oh, my gosh, man. We have some stuff coming up. Uh, I'm doing some new stuff in the community that I can't talk about yet, but I'd love for you to have me uh, on the show again. To, uh, again, I, w- I want to be involved with whatever you got going on in the community. I want to talk the, and I want to be involved. I'll, I'll tell you like this. You're not in a bad way, but I'm, I'm going to get all six Infinity Stones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in nerd mode now, so I got to get all six Infinity Stones. You um, know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Uh-huh. Girl, it's, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Tell the listeners Absolutely. how they can follow you on all social media platforms as well as listen to your radio station. Uh, I'm personally on Facebook only. I, I don't do the Instagram thing, but the station is on Instagram at bday991. Uh, on Facebook at B-Day Radio FM and on Twitter at 991-B-Day FM. And uh, our website is uh, 991-B-Day.com. And uh, we just launched the the afternoon office party, and that's with uh, Fingerprint, me, and, of course, uh, Yolanda, her name, we call her Bottle Popper because she always starts stuff at the station. (laughs) And you'll see that tomorrow if, if, if your audience goes and checks out the uh, station. And you can listen to us at 99.1 FM on your radio dial. And you'll see that we've created a situation where uh, uh, people get a chance to interact with us while we're live on the air, more than just phone calls. We're live on, on Facebook. We're live on uh, YouTube and some other places as well. So. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I listened to uh, the yeah. afternoon party on my way home from yeah. work. Yeah. So you know, I, I love it. What did you think about it? What did you think yeah. about it? I love it. I, I, I think yeah. it's, it's a nice it's a nice vibe. I, I like that. Thank I like you, it. thank you. Absolutely, yeah. and I, I appreciate you having me on your platform tonight. Absolutely, you're welcome. And guys, you can reach me, not reach me, but you can follow me on Facebook at She Say She Say Sports. On Instagram at she say she say sports twenty three, and that's my show for today. Until next time, this is Sonya with she say she say sports, and I'll see you on the radio. Thank you, Gerald. That was great. <laughs> Hello.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.